It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Tonight's the night. Well, Twitter uh, conversation today, and uh, we got football coaches gone. College, even some local level guys, not in Greenville. But. Ben B. Baby Byram is producing today's show. And oh. we've got. Uh, there goes Thriller. I, I, bar- I barely heard uh, Craig Woolard there, but that was okay. That was okay. Very ominous. Uh, the, it's in the background. He's he's creeping and lurching around. Is here that right? No, uh, he's not creeping. He's a good guy. We love Greg. Uh, and uh, we got Cookie, Chris Cook, who's ha- has a big week ahead of him. <laughs> he is uh, he is uh, celebrating a birthday this week, aren't you, Cookie? Cookie's old. Yes, and all presents will be accepted, uh, even if you don't think it's a good present. I- I'll think. Yeah, it's a good you should present. drop your address. Uh, I'm I'm good on that one. <laughs> <laughs> ben is dressed uh, in his cow outfit today for uh, Halloween. Ud- udders and all. Udders and you, all. You do have some udders. You do have some udders. That is, uh, I didn't realize this was uh, where your costume to the show day. Uh, I'm Cookie the only is... one that came to work in a costume. Yeah, uh, Cookie is, does not have a costume. Just making. Yeah, Cookie. Does, Cookie's got a Cookie's got a throwback ECU shirt though, and even Cookie, who's uh, who's slight, but fit. Slight but fit. Is uh, it looks a little small on you there, Cookie? That's an old shirt, I'm guessing. The 2018, yes. Um, yeah, he, he's a message board goer, I think. A message board typer. That's what, his what Halloween. Does that mean? His Halloween. Costume. Is that what he's going yes yeah. for Halloween? He's got a throwback ECU <laughs> shirt, the purple hat. What is it? What does that <laughs> even mean? He's got mean? a beard. <laughs> I don't get what you're. That is you're, the funniest you have. That is the funniest thing you have ever said, Ben. That is the funniest thing you have ever said. Yeah, he's on the message board. He's a boards. message board. Oh, he's a boneyarder. There you go. He's, yeah, a, he's a boneyarder. Like the people that rain on Twitter and stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. But these are these are people on the message board. Twitter, you just log on. You you could be like Dave Dorn, and you could just log on and you know see something and think, not know what you're doing, just kind of have an out of body experience and hit retweet like Dave Dorn did. For this tweet, and and I guess this has gotten everybody. Uh, look, you, what are you going to? You, you can't talk about the NC State football season because it's a an abject failure. Well, here's how it starts: It's we're going to win the national championship. Then it's going to be right. Oh, uh, we'll get a college football bid or playoff bid. Up oh, then it's going to be. Uh, well, maybe we'll get a uh, we'll win the ACC championship, and then it becomes yeah, well. Yeah. Keep keep coming back. Keep yeah. coming back. We'll win the division, whatever division they're in the ACC. Then it's right. We'll get a new and, and then it's the Atlantic, and then the Atlantic is tough. That, that yeah. you know that's that's when they don't win the Atlantic. Yeah. Well, the Atlantic's tough. The ACC it's is deeper. tough this year. Anybody can win on any given week. Look at Louisville. It's <laughs> it's Clemson and the fourteen dwarves or thirteen dwarves, like it has been. For years, yeah, I mean, wait. And it's Force not to say Clemson ain't good because they had gr- Clemson had some great teams. This is not a great Clemson team. No, absolutely not. This is not a national championship winning Clemson team here. I can put money on that. I could bank on that. And like a lot of people, now this tweet that got retweeted, Cookie, you know this person? This I, I do know the girl that tweeted it. She's a huge NC State fan. To my knowledge, she doesn't like work for the team or anything, but she knows everything that's happening with the team. Yes, one of those. And she decided she's to go a part on of Twitter. It. She's a, she's she's, a, part, she's of a part of the team. Yeah, she's a part of it. Every we, we always get reports from people who are parts of it. Um, to all of the quote fans that left early, you suck language. Hey, this is her tweet now. I know. If you left for the sole reason of the score, then please do not come to another game this season. She might be a Democrat. She's telling everybody how to spend their money. I like it. This team is not the not like the teams in the past, this at-pack football team never gives up in all caps. 
They deserve fans to stay until 0 0 0 0. Go pack. No hashtag there. Just go pack. I like that she here's the other problem with as as she likes to, as we were talking about the message board posters, the uh the fans, if you will. Yep. They want to tell you when you buy your ticket how to to operate and spend your money. Yes. Now, if you're her guest and she wants to stay to the end of the game, you probably have to stay to the end of the game. But unless she bought your ticket, if it's 21 to 3 with six minutes to go in the fourth quarter and they have not done anything, I'm not sticking around. I wouldn't have gone anyway. But I'm not sticking around (laughs) because I only go if there's currency exchanged. So that means currency given to me to show up. Um, So, yeah, I, I totally get that. But then Dave Doran retweeted this. And this has caused all kinds of, I don't understand, but uproar from WPN today. The same WPN that's been dialing back their expectations now for the last month or more. So this is Dave Doran, I guess, was asked about uh, retweeting the critical fan tweet at his press conference earlier today when they're about to play Wake Forest in what is uh, kind of uh, a game for second place in the really deep and tough Atlantic division. That's funny. You know, it's funny. I was sitting there and I was like, I'm going to play an experiment here. Like if I hit, I like this, what's different than if I hit, I retweet this, you know, like what would happen? And so I just did it. And and then this happened. So I, I'm, it's pretty comical to me. Um, going back 10 years, man, my first press conference after we beat Louisiana tech, I, thank the fans for coming and then pleaded with the fans to stay. This isn't new that I want our stadium full until the end of the game. Like it's not. He's a big dork. Oh. Dave Dorkin. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I tend to doze off when Dave Doran talks and I did there. You said apologies. Dave Dorkin. That's a good. Is that what that, that's a, yeah, yeah. I think that's all I hear. He's a little dork. He's just dorky. Does he understand Twitter? He said, I, I was going to play Twitter. Is that what he said? Roll, rack that back up, Ben. Did he say I was going to play Twitter? That's funny. You know, it's funny. I was sitting there and I was like, I'm going to play an experiment here. Play an experiment. Does Dave Doran understand Twitter? There's a Twitter poll, Cookie. There's a Twitter poll. Does Dave Doran understand Twitter? Uh, yeah, hey, not as good as my idea, but... Uh, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> Your idea. idea's not very good. That's not good. Uh, the thing about uh, Cookie's ideas is it's kind of a random... It's kind of a random. It's a, well, it's, it's self-serving. Yeah, it's self-serving is what it is. Um. So, guys, what's the controversy in this? Uh, I'm not quite I sure what the big deal is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the hubba coach. Who, I mean, unless he's absolutely said I've never go on Twitter and he's lying about that, then that's a different story altogether. I think the controversy is it's different when people like the girl are like, "You should all stay to the end of the game." It's, but it's totally different when the coach is like, "Yeah, I agree. Y'all should y'all y- y- y'all should feel like piece of crap." All right, I, I think we should make that a drop as well. Uh, yeah, I yeah. we do. Is that how she sounds, Cookie? Since you know her, is that no, how I'm she just sounds? that wasn't even directed okay. at her. Just like any fan that okay. does that, I'll yeah. add her on Snapchat and send that to her. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. Ben, get on that right now. <laughs> Auburn today uh, fired Brian Harrison. Harson? Harrison? Harson? Who ben? knows? Is that their head coach? Well, was because he's no longer there. Fired after less than two seasons. There was a lot of controversy, obviously, out of last season. A lot going on there. And ah, where is the tweet? It's a hard place to win. I'm not good at the Twitter. <laughs> no, it's not. I yeah. don't think it is. Yeah, no, it's not. I think you can. I think you can win there. Um. So Auburn in the last. This is according to Brian Fisher. Uh, college football writer on Fox. Auburn has paid roughly $37 million in football head coach buyouts in the past 687 days. That's $54,900 per day Auburn is paying Oof. ex-football coaches. And we've got people that are, uh, and rightfully so, hey, still up in arms about We beat an ex-Auburn uh, coach this year. And now we're getting accused of cheating in that game. We'll get to that in a second, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's message board. Are we message board radio now, Ben? Is that what we're doing? 
No, that's 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 somebody else. Uh, don't get us confused. Okay. But I mean, what what is that about exactly? There's no allegation that is credible, is there? No, the I mean, we had somebody write us this morning on the morning show about this, and I mean, I, I'd not heard about I it. I legit, and I promise you, I took the time to find a credible source. UCF rival says I have on a good authority that. Okay, wait a minute. Does the art? Does it an article or is it? It's some the tweet. It's a random tweet in a message board. So it's a random post. It's a random on the tweet. Board. It's yeah. It's about the equivalent. Just a random tweet of him replying to fans that are griping about that loss. Is this the guy who runs the U- UCF message board? The UCF rivals. Saying? Yes, I did look at their website okay. and they do have message boards. So, but they call them forums. But this but guy, same thing. this guy, well, whatever. This guy runs it, and so this same person tweeted this out. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. So the person who runs the website, this would be like OTM back in the day tweeting tweeting this out, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah, it's there's no credible source. The, the story is that they claim a GA got fired by UCF and he had the playbook and gave it to ECU, which I'm not really buying. I, that doesn't really add up to me, but maybe somebody else can chime in on that. Sounds like they're salty, do G, in my opinion. Do GAs have access to the playbook? Well, that was what WikiLeaks was all about. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's I remember kinda, that. That's kind of what uh, TM Sam Walker uh, from the Outer Banks. But, yes, that was where the guy from Louisville uh, had given – or somebody who would coach with the guy at, at Wake Forest, but coach with the guy at Louisville had given somebody the uh, playbook for Wake Forest. And so – Which is weird because – Louisville had the playbook. Yeah, which is weird because you don't – you didn't really need Wake Forest's playbook back during that time to beat Wake Forest. Wake Forest was really struggling during well, that time. Well, but you can't be going around giving playbooks and game plans away to people. Yeah, that's you what I'm saying. I'm just that. saying I don't understand why they would do that for Wake Forest. I mean, that's that's a little wild, especially during that time. Wake Forest, as we know, good football program now, but back then they were really struggling. So that's the accusation from the guy, for, but he has – so this is – okay. This, this is this purely back. speculation, yeah. and anybody who brings it up is a complete nerd. A complete nerd. Send them some yeah. pepper I to just, go with their salt. I just can't understand if you're a, a, a alleged, accredited. And look, I've worked in the Orlando market, so I get it. There's always a fight for coverage in a, in a major sports market. And so they're probably happy to have the message board cover them because the Sentinel is, like most newspapers, a shell of its former self. They got a new XFL and, team. Things are going to change. And, I mean, the TV probably drops in there, but the TV's going up to Florida and Florida State to cover games, if we're being honest. That may have changed. Yeah, I mean, well, those, are the, those are the money programs there. Well, a lot of Florida alums, especially in Orlando. Yep. It's a big Florida fan base. More so, I mean, they, and Gainesville's close by. So, uh I think there's probably more coverage. I would hope there's more coverage of UCF now because they have been yep. pretty good. But this just seems like somehow. an odd – that's another puzzling development from the weekend. But that just seems like an odd accusation. Um, the last thing I want to get to here before we uh, uh, do a pirate report, uh, Lenore Rhine, which uh, Coach Houston coached football there. I think John Gilbert played football there. And Lenore Ryan and Hickory, their basketball team was 10 and 18 a year ago. And right now it's in vogue for a lot of the uh, major programs to be playing uh, these exhibition games. Yeah, Duke would play Canadian teams and UNC would play. Right. uh, I think they played Johnson C. Smith or whatever. Johnson C. Smith over the weekend. Yeah, Kentucky played uh, a D2. They're playing Kentucky State on Thursday. Uh, Louisville played Lenore Ryan. And uh, this was crazy. The uh, the Lenore Ryan Bears, who I now I don't know if this is the case, but they were without two of their top players, and they beat Louisville fifty-seven to fifty-four. This is the head coach of Louis- the savior of Louisville basketball, Kenny Payne. Rick Pitino ain't walking through that door. Who says the team needed to get a whooping, and they did. We needed this whooping. We needed this loss because there's something that happened to this program before I got here that hadn't been healed yet. And I'm trying to get them to get out of it, to fight through it, to get better. I'm trying to establish a culture. 
And that culture is going to have some adversity in it. How do you handle it? Right out the gate, we're going to see who we are. Ew. All right. Trying to establish a There culture. you got it. That's, that's well, I, I get what he's going for there. I just think that's a tough set of comments to make yeah. after uh, you lose to a, a not. I mean, look, there's some really good D2 program. Like, Queens was a great D2 program um, in basketball. Um, there was another one that's in that same conference, the Rail Splitters out in Tennessee, I forget. But, I mean, they're, like, really, really good, too. Like, yeah. D1 quality guys on their program well I, I, Taba's been good at times but this Lenore Ryan's not been a very good basketball program I, I was seeing people on Twitter saying that uh well Louisville was playing more of a rotational approach where they didn't really have their starters out there a lot and they were just rotating guys well still that's the ACC Maybe program so. with tradition and should have solid recruiting just based on tradition alone like they shouldn't be struggling program with that has Ryan. national championships and final fours yeah you don't I, lose I, to Lenore exactly Ryan. pretty popular college basketball program i would say top 10 in terms of uh maybe uh what rec- recognition yeah that in terms of people recognize louisville yeah, yeah. May, yeah but you say louisville, i'd say i'd say top is, 10 yeah. not top five obviously but i'd say lower top no. 10 louisville's up there yeah, i think probably top 20, top 20. fair enough uh, I, yeah, I, your, that's point, a lot. your point is taken yep. your point is taken all right um let's break we'll do a pirate report coming back we haven't even got into ecu's huge Huge victory over the uh, Cougars of BYU. We got uh, some post-game audio from that and uh, a lot more. We'll get into some NFL. Cookie wants to lament about his boys, the Packers. They're garbage. They lost to the Bills, Cookie. They're garbage. I know. That's that's tough, Cookie. That's a tough way. I mean, and then Ben... Oh, Your boy. Panthers and DJ Moore. For a minute, I thought Robbie Anderson was bad. They're garbage. I want also. So we'll get into some of that later on in the show. Uh, and then there was a fight in the tunnel. And we'll talk about that as well when we come back. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. <laughs> on your flagship home of pirate football. the game. Optimum Business is here with 24-7 business customer support. Get closer to your goals so you can go farther with products like secure internet with speeds up to one gig. Learn more at Optimum.com slash business. New business customers only. Price includes auto pay discount. Additional restrictions, taxes, and fees apply. Visit website for details. Turn your backyard into a paradise for your family and friends to enjoy. Pool Pro installs fiberglass pools and above ground pools and they're your local dealer for hot spring spas. Pool Pro is family owned by Mike, Jake, and Brooke and has over 40 years of pool building experience. Stop by their brand new showroom and retail store at 227 Beacon Drive in Winterville. Consider Pool Pro for your next pool, hot tub, or pool liner replacement. Go online to greenvillepoolpro.com. Guten Tag, this is my auto. And this is my key. And I only trust one place with my key. My key car care. They are so transparent with e-inspection, which shows photos of the problem and the fix. Meineke is my favorite part of America. And my second favorite part? The cowboys and the horses. <laughs> Remember, I only trust Meineke with Meineke. Your one-stop shop for total car care. At participating locations, Meineke locations are independently owned and operated. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. After the bye, your ECU Pirates travel to Cincinnati Friday, November 11th. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. When it's about bringing the most fun to the most people, there's nothing you'd rather see at base camp than the Honda Talon 1000X4 and the Talon 1000X4 Fox Live Valve. They start with a powerful parallel engine, six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission, and the Fox Live Valve model has all the extras. For details, visit Ron Ayers Motorsports north of the airport on Memorial Drive in Greenville and see why life is better side-by-side. For your safety, we the odors may wear a helmet and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. On SNS, is for drivers 16 years 
and older. Optimum Business is here with 24-7 business customer support. Get closer to your goals so you can go farther with products like secure internet with speeds up to one gig. Learn more at Optimum.com slash business. New business customers only. Price includes auto pay discount. Additional restrictions, taxes, and fees apply. Visit website for details. We all want more for North Carolina. More boundless views, more adventures in the outdoors, and more clean roads to get there. But to get more, we have to do less. Less littering, that is. Make it your nature to trash your trash and keep NC clean. And we'll all have more reasons to love North Carolina. Litter less, get more. For more on the seven outdoor NC Leave No Trace principles, visit OutdoorNC.com. Sponsored by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and Visit North Carolina. A part of the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina in cooperation with this station. Getting the Pirate Nation home. It's the Patrick Johnson Show. The drive home should be a delight. Here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. And Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Time for uh, your daily pirate report before we uh, get into uh, this in some detail. Uh, ben B. Baby Byram, you mentioned uh, UCF somehow got back into the top 25 this week. Pirates received some votes, though, right? They sure What does did. the American look like in the top 25 this week? Okay, before we get to ECU, Tulane comes in at 19. Uh, they have a game against Tulsa next. UCF, 25. They have Memphis next. Uh, other American teams receiving votes. Cincinnati got 32. Future uh, American member UTSA got one vote. And your East Carolina Pirates, two votes. Gotcha. You know, um, somebody was – I think it was Brian – what was Brian's name, Ben, that was the WRAL sports investigative guy that we talked to on the gambling side of things? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I forget it's been what a it while. was. But, it's been a uh, long time. Yeah, good guy, though. I liked him. Um, he was uh, saying, how about Boise for the college football playoff G6 representative as far as the New Year's Six Bowl goes? But I think whoever wins the American, especially if it's Tulane, probably gets that. And then nobody's going to like hearing this in the media, but Liberty, which I assume if they are the highest-ranked non-P5 team, because they're seven and one, would get in if, if they finished ahead of the American. So I mean BYU's they're yeah, but I, that's I, the problem. But so but so's BYU, and BYU's would have been considered for a New Year's Six Bowl if they finished ranked ahead of somebody from the American or Sun Belt or Conference USA. I, I think I have that right. So I would I would assume that same would apply for Liberty, but they, the, Liberty won't be finished ranked ahead of anybody unless they totally run the table and and all that. But right now, too late. So the the, the conference or the uh, college football playoff uh, rankings come out tomorrow. By the way, on the show tomorrow, uh, Coach Houston, since it's an open week, will not be uh, on with us. But we're going to have Blake Harrell on the program tomorrow, Pirate Defensive Coordinator. So that'll be good. The man. And then we've got, uh, looks like we're going to have Coach McNeil on with us. We'll have some comments from her tomorrow, but we'll uh, have her as a guest on Wednesday. And then I'm going to be gone the rest of the week. There you go. And much of next week. So you got Zoke? Oh, yeah. Zoke, as you know, Zoke is a big fan of uh, old B-Baby here. We, you know, we got a good little thing going. Okay. We'll get into what your Panthers did yesterday and what they didn't do in just a minute. Right now, uh, let's run through some of uh, the miraculous from uh, Wednesday or uh, Friday night. It just feels like Wednesday. Pirates won 27-24 in a, just a really great game, great fourth quarter. And uh, this is Coach Houston with the opening. By the way, uh, the special teams player of the week in the American this week, Andrew Conrad. How about that? The man. So another Pirate kicker hits a uh, field goal. It, it had a little feature of a dying quail about it. It, it was, it, I, I was a little about halfway through the flight. I was thinking eh, this might this might be rough, but it, it just had enough. Just had enough oomph to go over. Uh, Coach Houston following the win. It, the game turned out to be exactly what you expected. I mean, it's just such an intense environment. Um, BYU. I mean, they 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 played just unbelievable. 
Um, you know, and it came down to just, you know, a play here, a play there, inch here, inch there, and in the kick. That may be the ugliest game-winning field goal in history. We, we, we may have topped Tennessee on that one, but it doesn't matter. It went through the uprights. Uh, House uh, Houston, rather, uh, praises uh, the coaches and everyone who played a part in the win. I mean, it was, I thought, an awesome job by Coach Kirkpatrick and the offensive staff. Um, I think Holton, again, Keaton Mitchell, you know, Isaiah Winstead, C.J. John, so many guys um, just came through and just made big play after big play. I thought our offensive line did a great job tonight. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, when, when we were struggling to get off the field defensively and we had to have an answer, they came through and got it. And that's, that's, what, a, that's what a complete team does. And then uh, Coach, on the uh, fourth down stops made by the defense in the fourth quarter, they had uh, two enormous ones uh, in the uh, fourth, and uh, it just defensively really showed up in the final 15. You almost don't, don't believe it, you know, when it happens, but it's just our guys. I mean, that quarterback sneak, I mean, it was, it was fourth and a yard, and you know, they've been very efficient at that all year. Uh, but I thought our guys were able to get the call real quick. They knew it was coming. They did a great job of getting underneath uh, the BYU offensive line, which was much bigger, uh, and able to you know stop the quarterback just short. And uh, Coach Houston on the hero of the night, Andrew Conrad, who uh, stuck the game-winning kick. He was really ticked at himself for missing the the 42-yarder. He hit it good, just pushed it a little bit. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'll tell you, I, I do have confidence in the kid. I mean, he's 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 a gutsy little kid. So, and he's going to be a really good player. Um, and he he he, uh, he he's mad at himself about the way he hit that game-winning kick, but nobody cares. You know, it went through. Uh, Conrad with the game winner. Marlon Gunn was in there late. Got some quality carries late in the game. Uh, Mike Houston on uh, Marlon Gunn stepping up. Yeah, Keaton got a little banged up uh, there in the fourth quarter. Uh, and so uh, Marlon, uh, but I mean, all of us trust him. And I thought Marlon did a great job t- taking care of the football. Thought he, he ran with power and authority. Um, you know, he's only going to continue to improve every rep he gets. Coach Houston says the players uh, never doubted they would win the game. I mean, if you want to have a good program, you got to win these games. Uh, it's you know, all the all the chips are against you, really. Uh, but you know, those kids, I promise you, those kids believed all day long, all week, that they were going to come in here and win the game. And and they ended the. I mean, you know, on the last drive after we got stopped on fourth down down here, defense back out on the field. You know, you got Holton and the offensive players in the defensive huddle encouraging them and the same thing when we get the ball back on the drive to win the ball game you got the defensive kids you know out there encouraging the I mean it's just they've really done a great job of embracing the the family chemistry that we've really tried so hard to create and this is coach's praise for Holton Aylers well I mean what a senior year he's having you know he's he, he's worked so hard to prepare for this he does such a great job during the week to prepare for it uh, and he's showing up on game day and making great decisions and really having a phenomenal year. But it's more than just this year. It's more than just this game. I mean, when we came here, however long the drought was with bowl games, and that's, that's all he heard. It's all anybody heard. And to, so to be bowl eligible, um, you know, back-to-back years now and to win it and, and gain bowl eligibility in that manner, I mean, it's just it's, it's really incredible, and it's just – it's just something that he will always remember, um, and I'm so, so proud of him. I mean, he's just such an outstanding competitor and an outstanding human being. First time since 2013-2014 that the uh, Pirates have been uh, eligible for a bowl game in consecutive seasons. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Coach Houston got his 100th win the other night. I did, you know, JJ came up and says to me on the field about good job with 100. I was like, what are you talking about? And, but, uh, the, Mr. Gilbert brought me a ball in there in the locker room and it was, you know, not, not a better way to get it. Um, let's see here. Bobby, 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 Bobby. and, uh, coach Houston credits all his staff and players for his success. Bowl, bowl eligibility and, uh, and winning a game like this on the road, it makes it really, really special. But, it, you know, it's because of a ton of kids at several different schools, a ton of kids like Holton, like Keaton, like those linemen, like just all of them, a ton of really, really good assistant coaches. I mean, I've just been very, very fortunate to have phenomenal people in my life all throughout my career, and uh, I'm glad I got it East Carolina too. 
All right, Chance Bates uh, stopped by the postgame show, and he talked about stopping the run against Brigham Young. Yeah, yeah. They, um, we knew early that they line was big, and um, we seen how they move, and we know how to run backs, cut off the ball. So we just kept our eyes open, looked at our keys, and we just played ball and played downhill. And he uh, had praise for the defense, saying that that is a special group. Yeah, the defense is immaculate. This team is immaculate. Um, I want to give a shout-out to the D-line. They create a push for us, and as linebackers, it's our job to make them right, whether they're right or wrong. And just everybody, we got people coming in from the secondary, coming downhill, filling in gaps. Um, this defense is special. I really think we are able to do something great. I think we are um, able to go far. And it's just, it's just special to be a part of, and I'm just glad I could be a part of it. All right. Uh, Keaton Mitchell gives his thoughts on beating BYU. I had 106 at halftime. She's nah. Um, it felt great. Uh, the O line did what they had to do. I trusted my hoes and I hit it uh, full speed. You know, all week our coach was telling me we just gonna have to beat them with speed. They were uh, big, big up front, and you know, speed. You just can't stop speed. Keaton Mitchell on my Marlon Gun finished things out. Oh yes, sir. Um, the trainers had to take care of me. Uh. I wanted to go back out there. I had a little headache, but I could have finished the game, but they just ain't want me to take another big shot and just be out for the rest of the season. Uh, worst case scenario, but no, nah, I'm good. Took a big good to targeting hear. call there. Now that was the targeting call. Yeah, that was a bad. Oh, that was awesome. That was a... Yeah, I mean, it was the right call because they ejected the guy. Absolutely, but I mean, that yeah. just. That was dirty. It was scary. It really was scary. Uh, what it means to become bowl eligible, Keaton Mitchell. Uh, it means a whole lot. Last year, that was our goal. This year, we got a whole new goal, and that's to get to the conference championship. All right, uh, Holton Aylers gives his thoughts after the win. Yeah. What a win in an environment like this. You know, we, we knew coming into this, it was us against the world. And that little section right there of about 200, 300 people, you know, we knew that it was going to be an environment like this. And uh, we were going to have to use every energy we have. And I, I told, I joked Coach Houston just then, I said, if we went to overtime, I don't know how much energy I would have had left because I was giving everything I had for this team and for the defense, man. And uh, that's what you got to do to win in environments like this. The decision to go for it on fourth and eight. And look, there was a lot of conjecture about this but it, this this led to again the correct call on the pass interference and basically gave the pirates uh thank god it was the, the thing that prevented the it, it was the thing that prevented the game from going to overtime was this particular call so uh Ehlers on the decision to go for it and then the pass interference yeah um so cj actually got hurt that's a play that we run with cj um so he could he wasn't even in that play so we had to move isaiah there they've been doubling isaiah and cj all game they decided to go man coverage there um, the route originally was supposed to be an outside release. Isaiah got an inside release, um, but he's so good. I was like, you know, fourth and eight, we got to get some yards. I trust him to go make a play there. Um, and we luckily they pass interfered or else I really believe that he could have made a play on the ball. And then uh, Holton on uh, becoming ball eligible. You know, my class's goal uh, coming in as a, as a freshman, as 17, 18-year-old kids, was to get this program back to where it deserved to be. And we certainly believe that, you know, we're on the, the brink of that. Um, you know, we got a couple games ago where we feel like we can really put this program on the map. Um, and I, obviously, this is a huge national win for us tonight. So super proud of the team. Inside ECU Athletics with uh, ECU football coach Mike Houston's coming up at the top of the hour from Logan's Roadhouse. We're driving you to that. We're grabbing a break right now when we come back. Uh, ben Byron with a... 94-3 the game, Sports Flash update. And then a little uh, overreaction Monday afternoon quarterback with uh, some NFL cuts. A witchy woman? You know it. Great song. A witchy woman. I can't just I don't see song. on here where uh, – I don't, I don't uh, see on here where uh, very slyly after the Broncos beat the uh, Jags in England, where uh, Russell Wilson told the Bronco fans, let's ride. Ew. Doesn't he say that every week? He, But he said it there, and he said it with a little sense of, uh, you know, thumb in the nose. He's a cornball. Talking about Mr. Unlimited? Mr. Unlimited. Have y'all seen that? Well, you showed me it over the weekend. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I'm not sure what that is. I don't know if I'm I know what that means. I'm going to send it to you right, during well, uh, the break. Could you do me a favor and not? 
I think I'll be okay if I don't. All right, I'll shut his I, mic I'll off. I'll be all right if I don't. Okay, thank you. Uh, ben will be back with an update. Go, oh, you can send it to me, Cookie. That's fine. I need to know what's going on. Cookie, by the way, asked me today, have I ever heard of some app? I'm not that old, Cookie. Not that old. Pretty close. I'm not that old. Uh, ben will be back. He'll have an update, and then uh, we'll uh, chop up some of the, this Panthers thing. You talk about a debacle oh. yesterday. Oh. A debacle. That game deserved to end in a tie. All right, we'll be back. The Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Basketball, 94.3 The Game. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. After the bye, your ECU Pirates travel to Cincinnati Friday, November 11th. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. You don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a living. You're out and about making it happen. And sometimes you get a little bit behind on your paperwork. You know, like bookkeeping and paying your taxes. It's easy to get behind on paying your taxes. It happens to the best of us. And you know what happens next. The big bad IRS comes knocking on your door. And when that happens, you need to call the good old boys at the tax doctor. Let them do what they do best. Deal and negotiate with the IRS so you pay the lowest you can in back taxes that the law allows. We are a 100% U.S.-based company, and we've saved our clients millions over the years in back taxes. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call my friends right now at the tax doctor and learn more. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. Hello, this is my auto. And this is my key. And there is only one place I trust with my key. My key car care. They even offer financing options so I can fix now and pay over time. Ooh, I love financing and options. And my key. An American cheese! Remember, I only trust Meineke with Meineke, your one-stop shop for total car care. At participating locations, subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payment required. See store for details. Meineke locations are independently owned and operated. Are you missing a tooth? Doctors Bowman, Paget and Associates can help you with state-of-the-art surgical procedures such as dental implants. Bowman, Paget and Associates agree that dressing up like a pirate for game day is one thing. But smiling like one may not be the way you want to go. Smile like a movie star instead. Schedule your appointment at bowmanpaget.com. That's bowmanpaget.com. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. After the bye, your ECU Pirates travel to Cincinnati Friday, November 11th. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. Log on to our new website, 943thegame.com, for PJ Show podcasts and the latest news on the Pirates. This is happening. Now, back to Patrick Johnson on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Ben Barton here for your 94.3 The Game sports update. A last second win at BYU late Friday night made the overnight flight back from Provo, Utah that much sweeter for East Carolina's football team. The Pirates beat BYU 27-24 on freshman kicker Andrew Conrad's 33-yard field goal as time expired. Larson is in the hole, middle of the field. There's the snap, ball down, the kick is up, and the kick is good! <laughs> From 33 yards out, you can paint this one purple! Head coach Mike Houston on the ECU Sports Radio Network with his reaction to Andrew Conrad's kick and the win. The game turned out to be exactly what you expected. I mean, it's just such an intense environment. Um, BYU, I mean, they, 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 they played just unbelievable. Um, 
you know, and it came down to just, you know, a play here, a play there, inch here, inch there, and in the kick. That may be the ugliest game-winning field goal in history. We may, we may have topped Tennessee on that one, but it doesn't matter. It went through the uprights. The win was Mike Houston's 100th career coaching win in college football. East Carolina's win made the Pirates eligible for the second year in a row. This was also the third straight win for East Carolina. Pirate freshman kicker Andrew Conrad was named the AAC Special Teams Player of the Week solely for that game winner. The Falcons topped the Panthers 37-34 in a wild one. That's, that's one way to describe that game. In Atlanta, P.J. Walker helped send the game to OT after finding D.J. Moore for a 62-yard touchdown pass with 12 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Quarterback P.J. Walker on that incredible game-tying touchdown. He did a great job just tracking the ball. Uh, I seen him turn it on after to a second gear once the ball was in the air. So it was just it was his guy. It was his ball with the body. I think he went out there and made a hell of a catch. Moore penalized after removing his helmet in his celebration, and that pushed the potentially winning extra point kick back further. And the Panthers missed it. Carolina also missed a 33-yard field goal try in overtime. Carolina now two and six. And, uh, yeah, that's the Panthers. The Browns and the Bengals are meeting for a Halloween clash in primetime that kicks off at 8-15. The spread as the Bengals favored by a field goal with the over-under at 45. Game three of the World Series tonight from Philadelphia with the series between the Astros and the Phillies tied at a game apiece. First pitch set for that game at 8-03 on Fox. Congrats to Pungo Christian Academy as they win back-to-back volleyball state championships with their victory on Saturday. And the high school football playoff pairings are officially out. Taking a look at the pairings, Tarboro has a bye as they're their number one seed in the 1A East first round pairing. From the 2A East, congrats to Farmville Central as they earned a bid in the playoffs as the 28th seed. They will take on fifth seeded Northeastern. A couple other local teams in the 2A East. Green Central, the 13th seed, taking on the 20th seed in St. Paul's. And North Pitt, the 31st seed, taking on the second seed in East Duplin. Moving on to the 3A East. A couple other local teams in the 3A East. We start with 14th-ranked J.H. Rose. They're taking on 19th-ranked Cape Fear. And taking a look at the 4A East. D.H. Conley, the 19th seed, taking on the 14th seed in Leesville Road. Congratulations to all those teams. Second seed in Newburn will take on Sanderson, the 31st seed. That's going to do it for your playoff pairings in the NCHSAA football playoffs. And that's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. I'm Ben Barham. This 94 through the game sports update was brought to you by Team Boneyard, an NIL initiative directly student, uh, supporting part student athletes. For more information on how to donate, go to teamboneyard.org. On the other side, it's a quick timeout here on the Halloween edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. A little Monday afternoon quarterback. Chris Cook's on the other side of the glass ready to freak out over his Green Bay Packers, who lost to a good team in the Bills. More on that on the other side of this quick timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94-3, the game. Optimum Business is here with 24-7 business customer support. Get closer to your goals so you can go farther with products like secure internet with speeds up to one gig. Learn more at Optimum.com slash business. New business customers only. Price includes auto pay discount. Additional restrictions, taxes, and peace apply. Visit website for details. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-395-7074. 800-395-7074. 
800-395-7074. That's 800-395-7074. When it's about bringing the most fun to the most people, there's nothing you'd rather see at base camp than the Honda Talon 1000X4 and the Talon 1000X4 Fox Live Valve. They start with a powerful parallel engine, six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission, and the Fox Live Valve model has all the extras. For details, visit Ron Ayers Motorsports north of the airport on Memorial Drive in Greenville and see why life is better side by side. For your safety, leave the odor spade and wear a helmet and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. On SNSs for drivers 16 years and older. Kudos, Carl. You've always had a need for speed. Racing anything with wheels. Yelling out three, two, one at every traffic light. But this time, you've taken your power obsession to the next level. By purchasing this electric vehicle, you've given yourself instant torque that blows your old launch times away, which will keep you saying, Woo-wee! every time you punch the pedal. Good for your adrenaline, great for the planet. That's the power of EV. Sponsored by the NC Clean Energy Technology Center and the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with this station. Hello, ECU fans. I'm Jeff Charles, voice of the Pirates. The voice. I believe in them, and uh, you know, I, I can't wait to watch them compete this fall. The Pirates. It's time to go all. Fully tethered, man. Let's go. Round no three, ground on me. One, two, three. What we do right now? The Nation. Pirate Nation, you make the difference. There's nothing like a game day atmosphere at Downey Fitland Stadium, Bagwell Field. The only station in Greenville where you can hear this. We weather, a full house, and a chance to stop somebody on our field. This is a flagship for ECU. 94.3, the game. Optimum Business is here with 24-7 business customer support. Get closer to your goals so you can go farther with products like secure internet with speeds up to one gig. Learn more at Optimum.com slash business. New business customers only. Price includes auto pay discount. Additional restrictions, taxes, and fees apply. Visit website for details. Just follow me. We're doing it for the gram. Check out picks from the PJ Show and more. Plus, picks from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. Oh, throw out the records, Ben. They've already announced a 3.30 kickoff for uh, NC State at uh, UNC. Uh, on Friday, November 25th, day after Thanksgiving. Well, is that where they've lowered their expectations to? As long as we beat UNC, it's a successful season. That's all we wanted anyways. That's <laughs> We said that before the year. We weren't saying we were going to win the championship uh, for the ACC. We just wanted to beat uh, UNC. That's all we were going for. So I'd given up on your Carolina Panthers late in the game yesterday when they kind of uh, blew it late, and or Atlanta scored. Is that what happened? Atlanta scored late and kind of, or, or what? What happened at the end of regulation prior to the heave down? But what point is whatever happened? Atlanta I gave did up score. On. Yes, Atlanta did score. Okay, so when Atlanta scored, and they scored with like a couple minutes or, or less than a minute left. Yeah, they? they scored pretty quickly. I think the Panthers had like thirty-three seconds. Yeah, and okay. they, they scored. So at that point, it looks like the game is over, right? The game is done at that point, and you move on to the next thing. And then there was this just crazy throw down the field. Beautiful. By the way, that cut you had in—it uh, was a really great play. I mean, it was a great throw and a great catch. That play, where you recorded the had the soundbite. Did Bama Z get that? Did he record it off his television? Because that's what it sounded like. That, that is what it sounded like. Maybe so. Yeah, that's a Bama Z move. Maybe it Stick was Chris's NC State friend. It could have been, and then she's on the right track. Um, so this is, well, so anyway, they throw the Hail Mary, Panthers, and then DJ Moore takes his helmet off, and they flag him for, like, a celebration penalty or taking your helmet off or something. Well, right? he should have been traded anyways. I mean, that is not a guy. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand the idea of making a wide receiver the cornerstone of your franchise. Get that guy out of here. I mean, while he's still got value, DJ Moore is not an elite receiver anyways. He's not. So DJ Moore wonders what would have happened if he had not taken his helmet. What the hell? We would have won the what game. What would have happened? Did I not, you'd have won the game. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, what happened? What would happen if I ain't taking my helmet off? Like, uh, going back to what happened. And, uh, that was about it. Can't do that. You can't jump down and throw right after the game after that. Uh, but they know uh, what happened, and we all know what happened. So. I don't know what he said. I. I, I don't He's really not very well spoken. See, Steve Wilkes says DJ Moore will learn from his mistake. Learn from his mistake. What? Um, you know, we got to do better as a team, you know, and 
DJ is, is smart enough to understand that uh, that's something to learn from. Uh, very talented player. Glad he's on our team. Uh, but, you know, moving forward, that's something that we'll learn from and we'll make that same mistake. Uh, what do they get these in the showers? <laughs> what, the comments? Yeah, what do they get these um, in the showers? You know, you know what's crazy about all this is that had your boys won yesterday, Ben, they'd have been three and five rather than two and six. Number one, and in the everybody in that, everybody in that stinky NFC South would have been three and five. Everybody would have been. Yeah, but now the stinky Atlanta Falcons are four and four and leading the division. That is hideous. That's terrible. That's hideous. That's terrible. That was like the weirdest uh, shootout game I've seen in a while. It was just not a. It was a very sloppy game. Very sloppy game. And one thing about DJ Moore, everyone says he's this great elite receiver. About 30 receivers a year get over 1,000 yards, and he doesn't have the touchdown numbers. I still don't understand why he's a cornerstone of our franchise. Get him out. Why is he here? He doesn't equate to winning. He doesn't equate to touchdowns. DJ Moore, he sucks. He directly lost us a game. Get him out. I thought Ben would be happy after Matt Rule left, but he wants the whole organization scrapped. No, Ben's... Ben's not happy. Well, they think Ben's I'm going to be upset about, about a backup kicker. He's a backup kicker. Eddie Pinheiro was known for missing game-winning field goals before he came here anyway, so I had no expectations. That's a typical Panthers move. He we're going to solve other people's problems. He also missed a 33-yarder in overtime that could have won it. Yeah, I'm tired of missed field Nobody goals took your this year. There. I've gone through too many. Yeah, you've seen a Yeah. Uh, cookies... Packers, I would say this is a big They're nothing bad. burger cookie. They're really bad. I'm confused. But I mean, this is a big nothing burger. I, I mean, did this was you their really, best game of the year. Be honest, cookie. Did you did you have an expectation that they were going to win? Like no, I, I, was that of course your expectation? not. Of course not. Okay. See, I had They're expectation horrible. we were going to well, win. I mean, they're worse than the Panthers. Yeah. I'm I'm dead serious. They're worse. No, they're say, come on. No, they're not. They, come on. They played their best game of the year against the Bills uh, yesterday. I, I honestly well, that's sad. That. That's pathetic. Uh, I'm Bills just... are good. They're the number one team in the NFL. I'd say over the Eagles. Bills are a good team. It's not like they lost to the Falcons. The, right. There was I no mean, offense. A... Uh, it, it, pathetic. They're playing a good team, Cookie. It's absolutely probably pathetic. Probably playing the best team in the NFL. Horrendous. <laughs> playing the best team in the NFL. <laughs> you said right, it yourself. They uh... had no Super Bowl. You had no Super Bowl expectations for the Packers. So what were you expecting? Well, I don't, I don't expect them to be below like acceptable i mean this is unacceptable they're horrible well, his voice cracked there uh this is uh aaron Rodgers, who says they they, they, need to, they need to help the defense more we just haven't done that you know they've uh we haven't put up any points early in the games to get our defense to have a chance to kind of pin their ears back and get after the passer this is a zarzer move somebody is holding their recorder up to a television and getting the audio for is that how you get no this audio he's in the cooking? showers you hold your phone you hold the phone up to the television no it's from two four seven it's from twenty four seven well that's part of the problem not that two four seven not that two no no okay, not that two four right, seven right. ben. this is another site altogether that's Go not ahead, that two four seven all right I, I knew that was coming I knew that <laughs> you was coming. all right um I did um. I guess we got to get ready to go here in a minute, but did, did you guys see this fight? Where yeah, the Michigan it, State players it looked horrible. It really did. I, I will say jump this. the Michigan guy in the tunnel afterwards. It's, it was it was disgusting. I, I would say this. Michigan State, it was a disgusting act on their part, but this is a theme with Michigan here. They did it two weeks ago against Penn State. There was a fight, and they've done it against Ohio State a couple of years ago. I mean, there's a theme. With Michigan, Michigan or starting, Michigan State? Michigan. I apologize. Michigan is a – they have a history of starting fights in the locker room, so maybe I don't know the full story, but it is kind of nasty that they kind of just jumped this one guy who was talking crap about them winning the game. Oh, it looked like they were beating the crap out yeah, of him. Yeah, they were just straight no, up. Yeah. He was getting some blows uh, sunk in on him there. This is uh, Michigan State head coach Mel Tucker, who they're paying $9.5 million. Another weird hire back. That was two seasons ago. That was weird. Yeah, strange. Well, giving him that amount of money was kind of bizarre. And that was during Mel COVID, too. I think so. Mel Tucker uh, wouldn't talk about what happened afterwards in his press conference. Uh, listen, I don't know what happened, okay? So we're trying to get our guys in the, in the locker room. It's heated, okay? And then we'll have to figure out what happened. But, you know. That's I, my I, point. Do you address that at the moment, or do you say I did not, I did not address that because I, don't, I didn't have anything to address. 
Um, Interesting. I mean, I'm not even quite sure what happened. It seems like maybe the Michigan player antagonized them and was. Well, I mean, yeah, and and, and so there we'll wait for. It's like the Paul Pelosi thing. We'll wait for all the th- all the story to come out. How about that? Yeah, I don't get what well, he means by nothing to address. I mean, we've all seen the video. It's like public. well, now in fairness, at the time he saw that cookie, he may not have he may not have seen what happened. That's true. And so that's probably what he means in the post get. Now, what I would think would be interesting is. Uh, when the Michigan State press conference is this week, assuming they have one, they have a game this week, what he says then and what Michigan State has done, if anything, uh, about that. Because, I mean, the videos there, you could, we, we've got the video on our social media. Even with context, that's happened. inexcusable. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm just saying that, that I was just answering Cookie yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time. No, I'm not he had no idea, you, probably. Yeah. He was only going on what he had yeah. heard, if he had even heard anything. He's not on Twitter after the game is what you're getting at. He's, He's not, not checking Dave social Doran. media. Yeah. He's not on Dave Doran <laughs> retweeting stuff after the game. He's not doing that. All right. Uh, big thanks today to Chris Cookie Cook, yeah. to Ben B-Baby Byram going with the Monster Mash here on the way out, oh, Oldie but Goldie. I hate this song. Stay tuned. Uh, we will have Inside ECU Athletics with Mike Houston next. Blake Harrell will be on the program tomorrow. The Herald Huddle with uh, defensive coordinator. Another member of the bald community. I support every bald community member. All right, I'm turning this mic off. (laughs) Have a safe Halloween, everybody. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the castle east. To the master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the mash They did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They did the mash It caught on in a flash They did the mash They did the monster mash Optimum Business is here with 24-7 business customer support. Get closer to your goals so you can go farther with products like secure internet with speeds up to one gig. Learn more at Optimum.com slash business. New business customers only. Price includes auto pay discount. Additional restrictions, taxes, and peace apply. Visit website for details. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. After the bye, your ECU Pirates travel to Cincinnati Friday, November 11th. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. What is dedication? My daughter started making necklaces. She makes what we call affirmation fashion. I tell her every day that your black is beautiful. And if there's anything better than being beautiful, it's being smart. And if there's anything better than being smart, it's being kind. And reaffirming that every day is our method of making sure her chin never drops. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Optimum Business is here with 24-7 business customer support. Get closer to your goals so you can go farther with products like secure internet with speeds up to one gig. Learn more at Optimum.com slash business. New business customers only. Price includes auto pay discount. Additional restrictions, taxes, and fees apply. Visit website for details. 
Casey's where the Pirates live. What's up, Pirate Nation? This is Holden Aylers. This is the flagship station of ECU Pirates. Your home for ECU football. The Pirates play here and only here. The only station in Greenville where you can hear this. And Holden will take off and run himself. He's at the 40-yard line. This is a flagship for ECU. 94.3 The Game. WRHD HD1, Farmville, Washington, Greenville. Greenville's home for sports 24-7. 24-7. 94.3 The Game and 94.3 The Game.